Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. This is Brian Kletter, the creator and host of the podcast. You can engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought or at Counterthought CEO and on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast. For audio versions of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And for video versions of the podcast, join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. With the pressure said to be mounting on the DOJ of whether or not to bring charges against Hunter Biden, makes me wonder how compromised is America? Welcome to another episode of Counterthought. Over the past four or five days, going back to last week, pressure has been mounting against the DOJ of whether or not the DOJ should bring charges against Hunter Biden. Now, this Hunter Biden saga goes back years. It is said that he has been under investigation for tax evasion going back as far as 2018. He had a tax liability of $1 million, and he said that he has paid that off, but the investigation into his international dealings and everything else continues to this day. Hunter Biden not only is guilty of tax evasion to the tune of $1 million or more, but he is also guilty of not registering as a foreign agent, FARA, F-A-R-A. Now, if you willfully don't do that, that could lead to up to five years of prison time and a fine, I believe, around $250,000. He is also guilty of lying on a federal firearm registration form. There was a question on there that asks if you are actively addicted or using narcotics. And Hunter Biden is known, we've seen the video evidence, right, through his laptop and cell phones and everything else, is known to be someone who frequently uses cocaine and or crack. And on that form, he said no. That is a lie. That is a felony. Because he later on in a book that he wrote admitted that when he filled out that form for the firearm, that he was still an active user of narcotics. But this episode is not all about Hunter Biden. Yes, he is the son of our president who was old as dirt. So Hunter Biden is not to be seen. Do not think of him as someone, as the typical child of the president who could be, you know, adolescence or a teenager or, you know, maybe in their 30s or something like that, like we saw with Trump or, you know, teenager, like we saw with Chelsea Clinton or adolescent and younger when we saw Obama come into office. And I believe early 20s, whenever George W. and his two daughters, when he took office. Hunter Biden is 55, 56 years old. He is not some child. He has been a grown man, a full-fledged adult for almost 40 years. He is an addict. He has admitted that. And I hope that he gets the help that he needs and he will seriously be able to kick this addiction. But his behavior, it seems has compromised, potentially compromised, America. Now, the DOJ has this policy, and if you may may remember, 
You may remember going back to 2016 when Hillary Clinton was under investigation by the FBI regarding her um, personal email server and her personal emails and her BlackBerry and everything else. James Comey <clears throat> came out and was like, you know, we're not supposed to be announcing if anyone's under investigation. You know, we really shouldn't be speaking about this, especially leading up to an election. There's this DOJ policy. Merrick Garland has said the same thing. You know, hey, if there's something that could interfere with an election, we're not going to to talk about it. We're not going to discuss it. But to me, and hopefully you think you feel the same as me, when we are about to elect someone, whether it is your representative or your state senators, the president, when we are about to elect someone to office, before we are about to elect someone to represent us and give them all of this power that they're going to have within, whether it be the U.S. Congress, somewhere, you know, the president of the United States, you, you know, shouldn't these be the people where we have the most transparency? Shouldn't this be the time where we need to know all the information absolutely necessary, whether or not the person, whether or not is just as initial as an investigation, you know, innocent till proven guilty or whether or not, or maybe the investigation could be seen all the way through to the end and charges be brought trial, you know, conviction, you know, guilty, not guilty. Don't you agree with me? When we are about to put people, elect people into the, some of the highest positions of power in our country, legislatures and the president of the United States, to me, that is when we need to be peeling back all the layers. We need to be exposing everything. I mean, it is on record. Polls have shown after the 2020 election that if the Hunter Biden laptop story wouldn't have been squashed and would have gotten the proper publicity that it should have from the media, that enough people would have changed their votes to change the outcome of the 2020 election. So I wholeheartedly disagree with this policy that the DOJ has, you know, treating it like kid gloves. Oh, we don't, we don't want to sway the election. You know, we don't want to influence the election. Uh, Excuse me, not revealing what is currently going on if a candidate is under investigation or could be tied to someone who is under investigation is influencing the election. Just because you do not take action does not mean that there are no consequences. So I believe when we are about to elect people to the highest positions of power within our federal government, state government too, right? Local government, all of these things need to be revealed. Now, with respect to Hunter Biden and President Biden, it is said that if charges are brought against him on, on any of those fronts, any of those things that he that he has done, the crimes that he has committed, that it opens the door to ask questions of our president about what he actually knew. Now, it seems through Hunter Biden's laptop and cell phone backups that, you know, President Joe Biden did know about these foreign business dealings. I mean, Joe Biden's on record for, I believe it was in 2014 when he was the vice president through Burisma in Ukraine and getting the investigator who was looking into um, the, I'm blanking on the, blanking on the term, but looking into the Ukrainian gas company that Hunter Biden was a board member of, you know, he got fired 
He got fired and he brags about it. Meddled in the investigations that were going on there and, and bragged about it. And then after Joe Biden was out of office, you know, probably thought his political political career was over. Hunter Biden was slinging the last name around and going around and raking in all this cash, you know, millions of dollars. Joe Biden knew about this, even though he said he does not. So we need to know what Joe Biden knows and how involved President Biden is in Hunter Biden's business dealings from 2014 through, I believe it was 2018 into 2019. Talks about the big guy refers to President Biden. 10% for the big guy. Okay. Example, how compromised are we? Reports a couple of weeks ago say that you know, from our strategic oil reserves, which are reserved for times of war for our country or times when we absolutely need oil for this country, millions of barrels were given to adversaries of ours, China specifically. Now, is that because China has something on our president? If China decides to invade Taiwan, our is the United States, the decision-making that goes in, whether or not we should respond, going to be tied to some type of influence that China could have, some type of leverage that China could have on our president? These are things that we need to know. These are national security issues. This policy of, oh, hey, you know, we don't, we don't want to say anything because, you know, innocent until proven guilty and we want to influence an election... Well, it's a lot harder to undo something after it has already been done. Like if an investigation, not an investigation, but if charges were brought and then it was revealed, you know, that Joe Biden absolutely knew what was going on and committed maybe crimes himself. We could have known that or had, you know, at least a hint of it back in 2020 when the laptop story was first came about. When the New York Post reported it before it got squashed on a coordinated campaign by social media and media companies. So as we are dealing with, you know, whether it's at a G7 summit, United Nations, whether we are having conversations directly with foreign leaders, we need to know what they have, maybe don't have, on our current president. And this isn't just for Joe Biden, this is for for every future president, every future elected official. If someone is compromised and an adversary of ours could have leverage over them, even even an ally of ours, we need, we, the people, the voters, we need to know what that is. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to vote anybody into office, right? You're you're not going to vote anybody into office if you know that the screws could be tightened on this individual to get the way of the adversary, to be in the interest of our adversaries. So this is not just, this is not about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is like the tip of the iceberg. What I want to know and what I believe you should want to know is how involved is Joe, is our president. Looking back to 2016 with Hillary Clinton, it kind of gets, I guess, swept under the rug a little bit because she lost to Trump. But if Hillary Clinton would have won that election, 
you know, Comey came out and said in a statement that even though he did not agree and she broke, I guess, protocols and everything that goes into the State Department protocols and um, information security protocols within our federal government that, you know, charges should not be brought against her, which I disagree with. But equipment was never was never located, was never found. You know, the Clinton Foundation just went up in smoke, even though it had over, I think, $100 million <clears throat> within that foundation. And all the, all the contributions to that foundation came from foreign countries. So if Hillary Clinton was going to become president, were they going to have millions upon millions of dollars worth of leverage against Hillary Clinton if she was our president? Well, based on how the DOJ acted, the FBI, and their policy, we would never know. We would never know. Maybe we could get a congressional or Senate committee to ask, you know, ask some questions similar, I guess, to how she was asked for Benghazi. But I mean, we'd probably never get to the bottom of it, which kind of goes to the, which goes towards like the second, the two tier justice system. You know, those who are, who are the, the top brass of our administrative state, you know, who have the power who have the influence, they never seem to be, have their feet held to the fire in any seriousness. You don't see them being, you know, under, put under investigation, charges brought against them if they need to be. But you see others who do not have that power, you know, get the screws turned on them, and, and then they have harsher penalties against them for things that, you know, should have been brought against those who are in power, certain elected officials or certain appointments made to like the intelligence agencies and, and people like that. So for every president, every elected official, it is my belief that that is when we need the most transparency. The amount of power that we give these individuals is, is huge, right? It impacts everyone's life within the United States, within our country. So we should know, we deserve to know, we ought to know whether or not our president, our representative, our senator, whether or not these people are, are compromised by our adversaries. So specific to Hunter Biden, I believe that he needs to have charges brought against him. I mean, tax evasion, he's... That's like a done deal. I don't know why charges have been, haven't been brought against him. I said that he paid like the million dollar um, outstanding tax liability, but he could still be given a fine. After he paid that, the investigation has continued because there is more to uncover. Again, I mentioned, you know, he did not register as a foreign agent under FARA. If you willfully do that, that is a felony. I believe, again, it's up to five years of prison time and I think a fine of about two fifty dollars to $500,000. He lied on the federal gun registration form. That is also a felony, could be given a misdemeanor. So if charges are brought against him, is he going to actually get the full extent of the law applied to him? Because his dad can pardon him, right? You know, can pardon him on his way out of office, can pardon him anytime he wants, you know, be the, do the fatherly thing and take care of your, your child, your son. Or if Hunter Biden, is Hunter Biden going to get like a slap on the wrist? I don't think the DOJ can not do anything because 
Hunter Biden is on record. There's evidence clear as day. He admitting to committing some of these, these crimes, these felonies. So just to not bring charges, I think would be ridiculous. I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past the DOJ to do that, especially when the attorney general is appointed by the president of the United States. But knowing that Joe Biden could just, you know, pardon his son, I feel like that should give the DOJ, I guess, a little bit of, of wiggle room, you know, a little bit of comfort, like, hey, we can bring charges, you know, see where this goes in the court of law you know, against Hunter Biden. Yeah, it might reveal some things about the president. That would be the only thing that I think that would deter them from bringing charges against him. So maybe they do more of, of like a misdemeanor, a plea deal, something like that, so it doesn't go to the courts. And then Biden, then President Biden, if he felt the knee, would just pardon his son. But in the name of transparency, again, I believe we need to know the most about the people we are putting into power to represent us, and that sets the course for our country. I mean, the lawmakers, the legislative branch, the executive branch, we go through a fine-tooth comb whenever, you know, there are appointments from the president, you know, non-elected positions, appoints appointments to, you know, the cabinet members, appointments to other heads of the administrative state, which again is 250 to like 400 to 450 agencies within the United States. There's, I have an episode about that, the administrative state. If it is a Supreme Court justice, you know, we go through a fine tooth comb with their record, but we don't go through a fine tooth comb or at least not as fine of a comb for elected officials, for people who run for Congress, whether a representative or a senator, and the President of the United States. You may remember that during the past few elections, there's still all this hoopla of, oh, are you going to, for Trump, like, are you going to reveal your tax returns? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it, you know, with this lengthy process with the business, the IRS, and audits, and yada, 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 like, you know, we'll get to it. We still haven't seen them. I forget who leaked them, but th- there was a leak, which I believe is a, a crime in itself, you know, from the IRS, leaking a document from the IRS, that's not yours, right? But we can't even agree on whether or not tax returns are going to be provided. It's not required over the years for like the presidential nomination. It's, you know, kind of become customary to reveal the money that you have and where it is spent. But even that's not set in stone. I believe we should know those things because, again, the the possibility of having our our president of the United States, an elected official, you know, someone in our legislative branch, be compromised by an adversary. I mean, I can only imagine how that would be leveraged by our adversaries to cause harm to the United States. So this Hunter Biden story might be like peeling peeling open an onion peeling back the layers of an onion. And I think that needs to happen, not only for this Hunter Biden and Joe Biden saga, but for every elected official today moving forward, every president today moving forward. 
This is not something that we should just be turning a blind eye to. We are talking about our national security. We have been in wars before. We know that there are countries and people out there within these countries that hate us. So the DOJ, I believe, regarding Hunter Biden, needs to bring charges. We need to know what Joe Biden knows and whether or not he is compromised. Because if our president is compromised, then the United States is compromised. And I believe it's about time that we, the American people, our administrative state, the DOJ, that we have that we be done right by the laws on the books so that we can know whether or not we are safe within our own country. It is not the time to turn a blind eye. It is not the time to give a slap on the wrist. We need to know. We need to know what they know, what our adversaries know. If you are truly clean and did nothing wrong, then why hide? Why hide? And I believe now is the time to shine the brightest light on those who have the most power. Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube and engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought at counterthought CEO or on Facebook at counterthought podcast.